Hey, you. Yeah, I'm talking to you. I see you made it. Since you're here now, can you do me a favor real quick? Just sit back, relax your mind, and let's get real. Imagine a space where dads could simply be. A place where dads of all ages and backgrounds talk candidly about the highs and lows of this thing called becoming and being a brother, a husband, a dad. Step into the dad sphere, where we let you into the mind of dad. The place where many unspoken thoughts, questions, and fears live rent-free forever. Yeah, you heard that right. We're actually going to let you into our innermost being. It's necessary, and it's been missing. My name is Richard Sadler, but many people call me Rich, and I am the host of The Dad Sphere. On this podcast, I'll be speaking from the heart about my journey to and in fatherhood. I'll be talking with other fathers, unpacking their stories in hopes of creating a space where fathers keep it real, always. Creating a space where we lift each other up and sharpen each other in the process. Subscribe to this podcast today. Go check out the website at thedadsphere.com. Go follow on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, of course, at The Dad Sphere. Tap in and stay locked in as we travel through The Dad Sphere. Let's get it. What's good, y'all? And welcome back to The Dad Sphere. I know that I've missed like a week or two, but uh, life has been life. And I know I said that in the last episode, but it really has been. I, you know, I, I don't know what's what's going on. Well, I do know what is going on, but a lot of things have been transpiring in my life as of recently. And being that I am not in the practice of batch recording everything for this podcast just yet. I do record on a weekly basis. You know, I kind of got behind. So uh, I'm glad that you guys are back here with me again this week. Uh, This is the second to last episode uh, for our very first season before we, you know, take a break for the remainder of the year and try try to enjoy the remainder of the holidays, you know, with family and things of that nature and then come back into the new year later into January leading into February with our season two where I plan to step it up a notch for you guys. So once again, thank you for joining me. So today, uh, this is going to be a little off script, as I mentioned, again, that uh, life has been lifing. And I have had uh, quite a few things uh, happen to me as of recently. And then, you know, I was sitting back and just thinking about it all. And I was like, man, I really need to sit down and focus and uh, probably I probably need to 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 talk about it because there's probably someone else out there that is going through or is feeling the same thing that I'm feeling right about now. So um, you guys know how I like to do it. I like to start off with stories. So my wife just got back from a conference not too long ago. Um, If you don't know, my wife is in the education field. So she went to this conference that she normally goes to every year. And, you know, I was holding down the fort uh, with the kids. I did Thankfully, I have some help from my mother-in-law. I am extremely grateful for that. But for the most part, you know, I'm holding down the fort while my wife was gone for it's probably about three, four days or something like that. So everything is going well, you know, and uh, Sunday comes up. So this past Sunday comes up and, you know, she's coming home. She's flying home. She has a whole debacle going on where like uh, her flight was like 
delayed and then canceled and all of that. So she was stuck out in Dallas, Fort Worth with uh, some of her colleagues and some students. So she wound up having to stay over, which caused me to have to go pick her up uh, from the airport this past Sunday. Uh, So, you know, I get my kids up. It's early in the morning because her flight is supposed to be coming in early. And uh, I get my kids up. You know, I'm excited because she's coming home, too, because I kind of miss her just a little bit, just a little bit. Don't tell her I said that. But um, I kind of miss her. So um, and I know the kids miss her as well. So I get them in my vehicle and, you know, we we I, I intentionally decided I'm like, I'm not going to drive my wife's vehicle one. um, I don't like driving it because I feel like I'm driving a bus when I'm driving that thing. But it, it's practical. I was like, I'm going to get in my car because I like the sporty coupe feeling it and my kids love it too and quite frankly I can drive a lot faster in that car um if there are any authorities listening right now pretend like you didn't hear that but we get in the car we're driving to CAE so the airport here in the Columbia metro area and we're waiting we're waiting we're waiting so I switched my car to uh I turned it off from you know the engine running and whatnot but my kids are in the car and they like podcasts so I um I turned on I turned the car to I switched it to on and just had the podcast playing and rolled the windows down and we're sitting there waiting. And you know, I see my wife's plane land. I'm like I'm like Harper Zane, there goes mommy's plane right there. It's just landing and you know, my son he gets super excited about it. He loves planes. Uh my daughter does too, but my my son really really loves them. So, we see the plane come in. I know for a fact that it's her because I know what time her plane was supposed to land and they were like on the money. So shortly after I get a text message from my wife and she's like, hey, I am. Um, we just landed and I'm heading down to baggage claim to get my bags. I'm like, yeah, man, my baby's home and uh, my kid's mother, they're back. So I can kind of get some time back, too. So I hit the brake on my car. I have one of those push to starts. So um, I hit the brake of my car, tapped the ignition, the push to start button, and nothing. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I did it again. I switched everything off, pressed the brake down, hit the button, and nothing. I'm like, ah. So I closed my eyes, and I'm like, please, Lord, please don't do this right now. With the past week that I I have had, the past couple of weeks that I have had, and how I have been feeling, please don't do this to me right now. So I hit it again, put press the breakdown, hit that button, and nothing. It's just well, it's not. It, it's not quite. It didn't quite sound like that, but you know how it tries to crank up, and it doesn't. But I got power, so I'm like, oh man, this battery is probably dead. And I started thinking, and I'm like, well, it has been three years since I last put the battery in. So um, maybe that's it. So I tell my wife, I'm like, well, we're going to have to walk and meet you because I think I'm going to need a jump. I think my battery's dead. So meanwhile, I had called the uh, my insurance company so I can get that jump. My wife, uh, she forces me to talk to other people because a lot of times I like to kind of recluse and just try to figure things out on my own and not really have to interact or talk with people, um, which I think that's kind of funny because I'm doing this podcast here, but that's neither here nor there. Um, 
So she, you know, we meet her and we walk back to the car and she was like, maybe you should ask someone to give you a jump. You have jumper cables. I'm like, yeah, but I already called Progressive. She's like, you don't know how long they're going to take to get here. Just see if you can get a jump. And fortunately, there was this really, really, really super nice man uh, in front of me. I walked up to his car and I was like, excuse me, sir. Uh, I went to start my car and it won't cut on. I believe that the battery is dying. Uh, or the battery's dead. Could you give me a jump? And he was like, sure, sure, my friend. I can help you out. I got you. And he jumps out. And, you know, he tells me this story about how he just had to uh, put a battery in his daughter's car. And uh, which is why he had the like the battery um, charging pack in the backseat of this. I believe it was a Civic that he was driving. So he had that. So we hooked that up as well as the jumper cables that I had in my car. Well, lo and behold, we do get the car started, and I'm grateful. I thank him, give him a handshake, tell him I was like, dude, you were a godsend, and tell my wife, you know, thank you for pushing me to talk to this guy because I was not going to do that. Like, I was going to sit there and try to figure this thing out myself, wait for progressive is what I was going to do. And um, so we get in the car, and we drive it back home. So it's like a 30-minute drive from the airport back to our house. So we drive the car back home. Everything's copacetic. It's smooth. But I'm like, I'm not going to drive my family around in this car for the rest of the day. We're going to go to Waffle House because wifey's hungry at that point in time because she hadn't eaten since God knows when. So we drive the car back to the house. I park it and we get into my my wife's um, my wife's bus. Uh, we call her. Uh, I forget what my wife named her i want to say betty or i can't remember i I don't know i don't know what vehicle but we we hop into her traverse and then we go and we go to waffle house and we get breakfast and everything's all good so um we did that and we come back and you know we're not really like driving my car for the the remainder um of the day and i believe we roll into monday and it was either monday or tuesday I can't remember at this point because my weeks are running together, but I, it was Monday. I was going to, uh, early Monday morning, you know, they, they've gone to work and they've gone to school. I've gotten them sent off to school. So I jump in the car. I'm like, I'm going to go get a new battery put in this car, uh, before, you know, my day gets started before I have to go to work. And so I jump in the car, everything cranks up. It's fine. I'm like, all right, I just need to make it to the, uh, to advance auto part at this point in time because like I just need a battery. Uh so I get in the car and I drive out of our neighborhood, drive through another another neighborhood. I'm probably at this point in time like three and a half miles away from my our home. And all of a sudden I had just rounded a curb, literally a curb where like when you're coming around it you can see nothing. But I had just rounded a curb and I kid you not like my car I feel the the steering wheel tighten up and I it's like I can hear the power going out it's like and I'm losing acceleration so I can't accelerate and I'm like oh my god so I take the car I pull it over I managed to get around the curb and pull it over just inside the white line on the shoulder of the road I don't know how I did that god god was looking out for me that that's what i'll say um so i was able to do that i get out of the car and in that moment i'm like this cannot be happening right now 
This is the absolute worst time of the year for anything of this nature to be happening. We have my daughter's birthday coming up. We have my anniversary coming up. And then we have Christmas as well on top of everything else that we had already been doing um, leading up to this point in time. And I'm just like from both a mental and a uh, physical and a financial standpoint, I was just like, this is not where it's at right now. And I just sat in my car and I kid you not, fellas, like all I wanted to do was cry. Like all I wanted to do was cry, but I couldn't bring myself to cry because I'm not a I'm not a crier. I am a problem solver. Um, So I just kind of sat there and I texted my wife and I straight up to her. I was like, look, um, I was going to get a battery and my car died. I think something worse is going on. And um, I'm going to have to get it towed. I'm going to get it towed to this automotive shop and I'll figure it out. We'll go from there. We still have another car that we can use. So she's like, I'll come get you. I'm like, nah, babe, don't do that. Like, you're at school. You're working. I'm cool. I'll figure this out. Uh, So I called my mother as well because I talked to my mama and I was just like, mama, like, it feels like everything is just going crazy around me right now. Like my life literally feels like everything is spiraling right now. Like why, why is it all hitting at this point in time? And I told her, I was like, I just want to cry, but I can't mama. I can't do that. And she was just like, son, sometimes you got to do that. There's nothing wrong with it. And she was like, it's just life life at this point in time. That's the thing about life. It's going to do that. It's about how you, you adjust and you, you move forward and you move through things. She's like, you pray to God, you put it in his hands and you have faith. You do your part, put in the work, and it's going to be all right. I was like, yeah. So uh, I ultimately decided that I was going to leave the car on the side of the road, which I did. And the tow truck was going to come and get it. And they did. I then got out, walked three and a half miles back uh, to my house, which I make it sound like that's a big deal. But I I believe we live in a day and age where people aren't trying to be walking like that. Um, But three and a half miles really isn't that long. But I walked three and a half miles. Uh, back to my home and when I think about it it was just what I needed because it gave me the time to sit there and commune and talk with God and like really just blurt out how I was feeling I'm pretty sure that there were quite a few people that I passed along the walkway the sidewalks walking through the neighborhood and um, even people driving by in their vehicles they probably thought I was a little crazy I might have been a lunatic uh, because of how I was talking and I like I'm having a full-blown conversation and like nobody's there of course you know it's me and God but they don't know that um I don't know what they believe but it was exactly what I needed and um I just got to see you know his 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 beauty and his, his grace and his mercy you know in that moment because when I sat back and I thought about the situation like that could have gone so much worse like my family could have been in that vehicle one Two, I could have not made it around that curb where you couldn't see around it. My car could have died in the middle of that curb, but it didn't. I was able to get around it, get through that curb, and then get off to the side of the road on the shoulder with just enough clearance where my vehicle, the tail end of my vehicle, wasn't hanging into the road. Crazy. I can't make this stuff up. 
But then it was like, at that moment, it was almost like, as if he was saying to me, like, I got your attention now. Not saying that he allowed that to happen or he, he did that because he didn't. Like, that that's not what I'm saying. But it's like, I got your attention now. Like, you have nobody else to turn to but me. So, like, you talk to me and tell me where you're at. And I did. And um, I was, I'll be honest, I was like, man, I'm angry. I'm hurt. Like, I'm frustrated. This is not what I need right now because there is a lot happening and going on in my life right now but at the end of the day lord you're still good you're still good and i trust you and i'm going to put my trust in you i know that there are certain things that i can do and certain things that i can't do but i put my trust in you so um i made it back home took the auto shop like two days to look at my vehicle and um you know they hit me they they had originally told me that the diagnostic fee was one set price on it and i was like all right cool um, so they came back and told me what was going on with the car. Of course, it was a battery, which I figured that. But then they were like, you need a new fuel pump. I'm like, I need a what? It's like, yeah, your fuel your fuel pump is shot. I'm like, okay, well, how much is it uh, for, to have you guys put in the fuel pump? And you mechanics, you may say I'm, I was wrong for doing this. You may not say that. I don't know. If you're a mechanic, forgive me at the, forgive me right now. Um, for what I'm about to say, but they were like, yo, they quoted me. They were like, yo, it's going to be 800 and some odd bucks before taxes for us to put in this, uh, fuel pump. And I said, excuse me, it's going to, it's going to be what? And I was like, uh, mm, I, I don't know about that. And then I was like, well, how much is it for both the battery and the fuel pump? And they're like, it's going to be, it was like 1100 or 1200 before taxes out the door. Um, that's before taxes. For them to do it, I was like, I could put a battery in myself. Like, I've done that. That battery, that Duracell that's in that car, I did that. I didn't get somebody else to do it. I did it. I'll get the car towed back here, and I'll put the battery in myself. Save myself a couple bucks. Because another thing about me, I, I do like to save money. Um, if I can help it. Um, but they were like, well, yeah, that's what the cost is. I'm like, ah, nah, I'm not going to do that. So at that point in time, I was like, Lord, like, this time of year, putting out an extra 800 to 1200 bucks that's just not in the budget because that budget is budgeting right now with all the things at this time of year that is not going to happen so at that point in time i made up in my mind i'm like look i'm a little handy um my granddaddy and my godfather shout out to them they they taught me a, a few things about vehicles enough that um i could figure something out along with uh that of the wonderful youtube university major shout out to that so i made it by my, in my mind and i'm like i'm gonna fix this vehicle myself and i'm pretty sure i can do it for less than that of uh what the the shop is going to charge me so long story short I, I get to the shop and like they try to finesse me on what the actual uh diagnostic fee was supposed to be and it got to the point where i was like look man I got to get up out of here because uh, I'm I'm going to go to jail. One thing about me, like, I'm really calm, cool, and collective. But if you push me to that point, there is a point of no return, and then it's very difficult to get me back. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going back and forth with these people. I'm going to pay them the money. So I'm going to pay them two times what they told me, even though I asked them three times what it was going to cost. And I got this one thing, but yet when I get there, you're telling me something different. But I digress. I'm going to pay you your money. I'm going to have my car towed back to my crib. 
and I'm going to fix it myself. So that's what I did. I got that car towed back home. I went online. I ordered the fuel pump. I ordered a new fuel uh, sending unit. And I got a battery as well. Put it all in myself. Had that car fixed up and running within about 30 to 45 minutes. So I say that to say, fellas, like, I know that was a long winded story, but how many times have you found yourself with your back against the wall and you didn't know exactly what you wanted to do or what you were going to do? And you were just angry at the world and you just wanted to shut down. But the truth of the matter is. We can't afford to do that. We can't afford to shut down, shut out and shut off. That's not an option. Our families are dependent on us. And like I've said this before, communities are dependent on us. But at the same time, if I had chosen to shut down, shut off, and just turn everything off at that point in time, was that going to resolve the situation? No, it wasn't. Like, yes, you pray. Yes, you go to God. You tell him how you feel. I believe in you doing that wholeheartedly. But God has given us many gifts and talents, and he's given us many resources. What are you going to do to stand up and help your situation? In that moment, we're speaking about a car at this point in time. I chose to say, look, I'm going to take it upon myself to fix this vehicle. I know some folks may not trust themselves to do that. I do. I'm like, I have the wonderful YouTube university. I prayed about this thing and I can fix this car for way less than what they're telling me at the auto body shop. So I'm going to do it and I'm going to get my car running and I'll be darned if I didn't get it running. It is running. And, you know, I give God the glory for that because it could have been worse. Uh, But even in that situation, I thank him for covering me during that time because it could have been so much worse. Like I mentioned before, my family could have been in that car. My car could have shut off in the middle of the curb and then I get hit in the back by another vehicle. But none of that happened. I walked away from that unscathed. Yes, there might have been a little bit of trauma and uh, my ego might have been hurt a little bit, but it forced me to commune and reconcile with him. And at the same time, it forced me to have to pull myself up by the bootstraps and say, look, man, you got to go and you got to do it. You got to figure this thing out. Trust him, move forward and keep going. Oh, yeah, this is totally random and out of order. But I remember that wasn't this past uh, weekend. That was the weekend prior. I told you all my weeks are running together. It's crazy. This time of year is always crazy for me so forgive me for that we did something else uh this past weekend that i'll talk about in the future so fellas i want to leave you with a little bit of encouragement no matter what is falling apart around you no matter how much of the sky is falling around you no matter how much it seems like the rug is being pulled out from underneath you remember to submit to his will remember you're not alone but also remember You can have your moment, but you still have to pull yourself up by the bootstraps and you got to get going. There are too many people depending on you. There are too many people counting on you. And here we're all about accountability. Yes, we explore those feelings, but I'm going to hold you accountable, too. And I would expect the same of you guys. Be sure to drop a review and a rating for the show. Dropping a rating and a review and subscribing, of course, it helps the algorithm. So can y'all do that for me, please? And with that being said, I want y'all to know that I love y'all. 
and I mean that. So God bless, and I'll catch y'all next time in the dad sphere. I'm out. Peace.